0: This is the Last Week Liquid podcast. Yo, 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 everybody. Welcome back to episode two of The Rundown, which we thought would be episode one because we never planned on publishing the first one, um, which is probably why you hear a few times uh, during the episode where we say, yeah, this won't go out, but na-na-na. And then it actually did. <laughs> Would you look so, at that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, basically la- last uh, episode was just us kind of testing the waters and we were actually really happy with the recording, so we put it out. And we've got some great feedback so far. So, yeah, here we are again for episode two of the rundown. Asi, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing very well. I'm doing very well. I'm just a bit nervous here. I'm coming back on the show, the <laughs> podcast where you hear me stutter and... <laughs> Fail to use my English words constantly, and, as uh, well as use the phrase. What did I use? What did I say all that? Now forgot already. <laughs> well, what here we way go. To start. Exactly. <laughs> How was
0: your How was your weekend? You were in the cabins again. Yes, mm. yes
1: I was um, in the Finnish countryside at a cabin right next to a little lake and a river, and it was beautiful. Well, actually, I was there for a whole week, so that was nice and. Ah,
0: oh, nice. Did you take like vacation off or? Yeah. Nice. That was
1: a full bunch of, big bunch of my friends. And um, we were all there just hanging out, playing board games, having a few drinks and um, sitting in the jacuzzi for three hours a day.
0: That that sounds exactly what I need at the moment. Like, I don't want to, like, obviously I want festivals, but I don't want, like, a big party. I just want to go, like, in the woods or in the mountains for, like, a week with a few just friends. chill. And, yeah, just, like, do nothing. Like, we, we actually, like, um, a few friends of mine, we just booked a... Uh, weekend in, in Lisbon, uh, for August. Uh, and now we just learned that Portugal is going back into like red zone and they have a curfew again. So, so we've no idea if we'll actually be able to go. But, uh, interesting.
1: Me and my girlfriend were planning a visit to Lisbon in next year, probably. So, oh, yeah, yeah, we will like, be there at the same time.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully, we're going like next month, <laughs> but oh, uh, well, that's it, it, awesome. might get, it might get postponed like next year, the way things are going, but uh. Yeah, I've heard a lot of good things about Lisbon, and none of us have been there. And like, we just want to like rent, like a, a small house or something, for friends, and then just stay there for like a weekend, pool, and that's it. Like, do nothing. Uh, so we. But yeah, it definitely. Yeah, you sent me pictures of the cabin, and that sounds like a great alternative as well. <laughs> How's a the, the drum and
1: West? bass scene in Lisbon, Portugal? I there's not no a idea. lot of Portugal players. Or
0: out no, there. I've I've no idea. Like in in Lisbon, as such, I've no idea. I know there's a few. Like um, obviously, Human Nature, um, John
1: Doe, also. Yeah,
0: John Doe. Uh, I had another guy called Vowel who had an EP on overview. He's from. Oh, Portugal. he's Portuguese. Yeah, yeah, he's, but he okay. has, he has like a heavy like British accent because he lived in in the UK for, for a long time. Oh,
1: I guess there's a couple then.
0: Yeah, and I, if I'm not mistaken, I think uh, molecular, molecular. I'm not sure how you yes, pronounce it. Yeah, yeah. Ex- Is he Portuguese? much that. No I idea. have a, I have a feeling he's Portuguese. I have no idea why. Interesting. That's so much more than I expected. Yeah, yeah. I it think could. there's a few. If you start digging, it's like the U.S. producer, American producers. Like when you start digging, you're like. Oh, wow, oh, he's he's American. Oh, he's American he, as well. And yeah. you realize there's a lot of them. <laughs> but, uh, you know, cool. Before we jump into the news and releases, uh, did you catch any of the last Euro games?
1: Yes, I did. I watched the final. It was a huge disappointment. For anyone who doesn't know, I'm half British. I don't yeah. really care that much, but I do care enough to say that it was a huge disappointment still.
0: Yeah. It's it's crazy how my we were watching the game and my... my a good friend of mine was saying it's crazy how football brings all these emotions in you like i wouldn't consider myself super like patriotic or anything like that but there's something about
1: far from that too
0: yeah there's something about those big games and big competitions you're like i will die for this team like (laughs) (laughs) it's it's weird
1: (laughs) yeah i remember watching the um the semi-final and um I think England the Denmark semi final and mm. um Harry Kane got the sorry sorry to anyone who doesn't care about football but anyway Harry Kane got the penalty and then um he shot it the goalkeeper saved it and before I could um it, before I even saw what happened next I was just um I just reacted and threw um threw a pillow on the ground really oh really, really. <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was um yes a little um
0: instinctive Reaction.
1: Yes, exactly, and then and all of a like, sudden, half, the half a second the goal.
0: Yeah, half a second later, he scored. Like that was a quick yes, reaction. Was,
1: Fuck! <laughs> and then, oh shit! What? What? What just happened? I have no idea. And um, yeah, well, that ended well anyway. And then the final came, and it didn't end so well. But yeah, what can you do?
0: Yeah, yeah. No, commiserations to all our British listeners, which are probably like ninety-five percent of people listening. Um, yeah, no, it was a good final, definitely probably not as good as the, like the semi-finals I thought were maybe better games as a whole but in terms of like tension um yeah it was a good game it was a great euro as a whole I felt there was a ton of amazing games great teams like Denmark and uh sm- smaller teams I was I wasn't expecting to go that far um disappointment for Belgium again but yeah <laughs> that's life <laughs> so moving on um where do you want to start uh quite a light uh in terms of news light two weeks not that much huge- an- announcements but uh, a few things to talk about
1: How about the workforce workforce yeah. launching his um well not launching his label but um opening up his opening up his label must make music um which is um always nice to nice to see bigger artists um let smaller artists in and yeah. giving them a chance because that's um, hopefully what's going to happen at least. Uh, he wrote on Facebook, I think that he's a bit of a picky, big bit of a picky listener, but 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 we'll see who, what who, he comes up with. Then. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Who isn't? And especially him, he has a, such a such a distinct style these days yeah. that, Um you can see that he he knows exactly what he wants. In yep. terms of his own production and probably what he wants from others too, so we'll see what, what names pop up on that label. He's um, overall oh the guy, the guy has very has a very good f- mm, past in terms of um, in terms of what he's been doing for the past two years. Mm. If anyone doesn't know, he's one half of Spectrosol, who just um, a couple of years ago, two years ago, probably yeah. t- broke up. Yeah. and um, other guy they
0: didn't, uh, they didn't really like break up it's more like there was, it was just like the end of their career yeah, they, yeah. They just, it wasn't like there was a huge like drama or anything <laughs> it was just more kind of we're going our separate ways from now on because they've been Spectre Soul for more than 10 years or something I forget
1: it's been uh, a long time yeah, and yeah. a lot Probably of more, yeah. classics been yeah. that has come out from that duo um, the other guy Dave I don't know his surname. I'm just gonna call him Dave from Spectrosol. He hasn't he hasn't done anything much as of late. The last thing that he's put on social media was um a retweet of the Spectrosol. Mm. Spectrosol break up announcement. So nothing mm. from him. Would be interested in seeing what he's been up to if he's well, if he's been doing music yeah. at all. You never know. But Jack Workforce has definitely been busy. He's been mm. um Putting the late night, he had an album, he had a Your Moves EP out on Critical, which was, no, Exit Recordings, which was fucking fantastic. The mm. title track was easily one of the best ones of 2019. Then he won, um, went on to do some stuff with uh, the Upbeats, uh, Alex Perez, and now he his latest EP, I think, was yeah. the Moods EP. Which came out on critical sometime a couple of months ago. Well, it was
0: a. Uh, the maybe. the latest one was wasn't that on 1985, lat- Yeah, the, the um, Karen consideration oh, that was on 1985. I forgot
1: 85. one. Yes, I forgot one. Sorry. Yep. That was really
0: recent. That was like last month, I think.
1: Okay. Yeah. Or maybe two uh, And before that came the moods EP, which had mm, yeah. um, one of my favorite tracks of 2021, which was um, "Back Up."
0: Mm. That was it, an excellent it, track. It, it, it's funny because um, like I, I obviously love his music, but uh. I don't, I don't know if I'd be like the biggest fan in the world, but talking about favorite tracks, like his track uh, "Heart Crossed," uh, yes. which was on the Late Night soundtrack, I think that, that was, was one I, of the
1: only the, liquid ones. There wasn't yeah,
0: much. Lot chiller, but that was like one of my favorite tracks of yeah 2020 when that came out. That was oh, such an amazing track. Um, but yeah, so gen- to to bring it back to the label, like, what do you think it's? What do you think it's gonna look like in terms of the music he brings in I, I have a feeling just because he he works like recently he worked with one one nine eight five it's gonna be kind of a similar vibe of liquid but deep and heavy kind of like kind of like the music he's putting out at the most, but I don't know
1: yeah, I think so um I don't see it variating that much uh, a bit of a maybe yeah a bit of a one nine 1985 and a critical mix probably with mm. that little workforce flair in it i mm. like how he um in general the guy does a lot of stuff um and has a very has a very meth- methodical approach to everything he does he's got mm. um everything is pretty planned out or yeah. at least that's how it seems because he when once he broke up with spe- spectrosol he um he had the Late Night Soundtrack, which came out uh, pretty... It wasn't even that long after, and that was all very well planned. He had his own label created by then. Then he mm. he has a podcast, and he just does a lot of stuff, so I can see a lot of um, effort and heart going into this yeah. label and probably helping out the other new artists that are going to come out. I'm hoping to see some new, fresh ones. Yeah. You any ideas on any any ideas who could who could be on there
0: uh i don't know <clears throat> it'd have to be uh yeah i'm i'm basically just hoping it's names i haven't heard of like yeah you know these guys that come up with like first ep and it's like mind blowing and you've never heard of the guy before and he has like two followers on soundcloud or something like that's the kind of like eps i want to like find I, I yeah i don't really mind like what genre it is specifically or uh and we'll we'll actually get into that later on when we talk about the one nine eight five compilation. Like it's almost there's almost no drum and bass on it anymore. Um which I love. Um so I don't know, I think he, he's gonna go a bit down that route as well. Like it won't be strictly drum and bass, there's gonna be some some half time, there's gonna be some one forty, there's gonna be different yeah, stuff, I think.
1: He seems like a guy who would go for that.
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Excited so, yeah. to see we'll see work, so yeah, I think if you just check his instagram uh I don't know what he's at as, at is, but you can find it easily, Workforce and actually, I think he made an instagram for must make music if you type at must make music, you should find out on instagram it's and must make a, music u k okay, there you go, and if anybody listening has some demos, uh he said it himself, he's accepting demos, so you could be Workforce's first release. He probably has it lined up. I uh, already come to think of it. Like, uh, I'd think so. At least yeah, a couple
1: yeah, yeah. of couple of first ones.
0: Yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. Anyway, cool. Uh, on in other news, um, very quickly because there's not much to say about this one. But uh, Makoto is uh, announced a new EP uh, on Hospital. Um, so there was I'm just excited. one Facebook post: uh, EP on Hospital coming in September. I don't think I saw Hospital posting anything about it, um, so I I haven't dug up too much. But I don't think there's a lot more info than just just a Facebook status saying new EP in September. <laughs> that was it. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I'll definitely be keeping an eye on that one because it's always very very soulful. Um, so yeah, looking forward to that one.
1: Has he been what? What has he been up to lately? I, d- I know he's been releasing on his own label. Oh, what is it called now? Oh, no. I should I should have wrote this down. Can't remember. Anyway, he has yeah. been releasing a couple of um, tunes from other artists on his own label. Specifically a guy called... One that stands out is a guy called Mirai oh Girl,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Mirai. And a track called You Bring Me Joy. Have you heard of that one?
0: No, I haven't, no.
1: I would... I would, here we go again, yes, I would highly recommend, and um, it's a very, um, one of the best jungly liquid tracks I've heard in a couple of years, probably.
0: Okay, yeah, No, I haven't heard Um, it.
1: Anyone who likes that kind of stuff, go check it out.
0: Yeah, this is probably the moment where, like, it's good to remind people we're not experts, we just like drum and bass, so... Sometimes we won't remember the name of a label or something or a track we should really know and we don't know. It's yeah, we're just <laughs> not experts um <laughs> so so yeah. Um just trying to so yeah. do a thing. He's uh, he's EP coming in September. Definitely looking forward to that one. Um label was
1: called Human Elements. I oh yeah, checked. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. There we go. I thought that was a uh, I thought he had another alias as well, but I'm probably mixing up with something else. I thought he had another alias, which, see, that's where, uh, that's the extent of my knowledge now. And, uh, <laughs> but, um, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, human elements, The that, that rings a bell. Um, cool. So, yeah, the other piece of news um, a week back or two weeks back, um, Rhea and Colette Warren announced a uh, an album, a full is 14 tracks, I think. Uh, basically, a collab album, which I would say I don't know every single album in the world, but I don't know if that's been done before like two vocalists coming together and doing a full album. Probably oh, I, has. Um, but... Uh,
1: yeah, um, it's been interesting seeing the rise of these, rise of vocalists in general. I don't know if it's if you can call it a rise because i don't know what the outcome has been if it's been any good if it hasn't then it's not really a rise but um mm-hmm. a lot of these v- vocalists have been coming out and putting out a lot of material especially for example on hospital yeah. and um they released the DRS and Dynamite MC collab album
0: mm-hmm. true yeah. yeah yeah yeah
1: and um other than that though i don't remember any there probably is some but yeah yeah anyway but it's been interesting seeing and um it'll be fun to hear what they come up with it's called um two sides of everything which is um apparently a allegory of um for the past year and how it has been it has kind of created opportunities for individuals and that way you got to look at the two sides of the pandemic mm. you go on the dark side you got the, all the stuff that happens and then you go on the other side you got all this nice stuff that also Kind of uh, yeah. made, made it possible
0: yeah. yeah yeah I think it's is it coming on a? Um, I know Colette Warren she has her own label is it coming out on on, on her label
1: Again, no, I didn't then. check it. I read that they did a huge um, interview on UKF. They probably mentioned it, but yeah, I do not interview. remember. Anyway, if someone wants, if someone's really interested in this, go check out the. We, interview we should on have. UKF. We, we should have
0: like a like a fact checker, like a third person, <laughs> and he's like, pull <laughs> like, pull up, you, the, pull up yeah, you pictures know, and videos. Like, yeah, like Joe Rogan, he has like Jamie <laughs> exactly, and yeah. he's like the the one like checking everything and pulling up <laughs> videos and stuff. That's what we need like uh okay what's that label again what's uh what's who who what <laughs> um but yeah no it's going to be really interesting um the thing i was wondering is obviously i guess they sing on every track otherwise it'd be kind of weird i guess unless they're producing but i don't think they produce um so i, I was just curious how you get a how you you uh achieve consistency across the album when it's going to be like a ton of different producers producing each track. Obviously you have their own voices and that's gonna yeah, probably that's tie it together. But is there a risk of having tracks that are like too different in terms of instrumentals for it to belong on the same album?
1: Well, that's a problem with basically any any electronic music produced album which focuses around any or any vocalist. The DRS Dynamite MC one was um that was pretty consistent. That one had well basically every every track had a different art producer, I think, maybe a couple of same ones, but that one was very consistent and it didn't feel at all like um mm. it didn't feel at all like a just a album full of different track singles and um I think that's the that's the whole point over there you got the you got that one or two vocalists that they are the vocal, the focal point of it. They are the one that brings it together and yeah. it doesn't matter if you've got a deeper, if you have a deeper, I don't know, deeper underground vibe track or or a jump up track, it's still mm-hmm. that one vocalist that kind of brings it together and yeah. um if they do it well,
0: you never know. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. I was wondering if because um, obviously, like I love Uh, drum and bass with vocalists. I also love like instrumental drum and bass. There's a ton of those as well, obviously. And so I like usually an EP that might have one or two tracks um, with a vocalist and then one or two instrumentals or something. So I was wondering like if an album, 14 tracks with vocalists on every single one and the same ones, if that would be too much. But then I was thinking like all the bands I love to listen to, (laughs) it's like the same singer on every track. So it's, it's like, this is, it's the same thing. Like, but why should it be? Used, uh, but
1: you're used to that. You're used to that when it comes to other type, uh, other yeah, genres yeah, yeah. music, but it just feels different. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, well, Colette's been on a run recently anyway with, um, she has like, I think eight or nine releases in the past couple of months. Uh, and this includes a six, I think it was six tracks, uh, EP. That's just her. And, mm. um, and um visiting producers that one well that one was for example that had six different producers on the on it and it didn't feel at all out of place mm. I, f- I think if i remember correctly they were pretty different style tracks all of them well mm. not all of them but anyway and that didn't feel out of place so i will be interested in see if if they can pull it off
0: yeah Uh, Yeah, I'm sure it's going to be quality, obviously, because they're quality musicians. Um, I saw
1: Colette, I think, um, well, just some time before all the the pandemic hit, I saw um, she was performing in Helsinki with, um, came in with Ben Soundscape.
0: Mm, yeah, Um, yeah, Yeah,
1: they did a joint gig. I don't know if they do that normally, but that was pretty cool to see actually alive yeah a live yeah. singer at a drum and at a drum and bass gig who was not who wasn't an m c just yeah yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, that was pretty yeah. fun, a little different i'd yeah. really be into getting that getting more of that especially i don't know what the situation is in u k well of course- of course with the current situation there isn't any gigs, but is there is there normally uh just artists for example I was thinking about how how a person like just bringing Inja into Helsinki would how would it would how it would attract people would it mm. work would it not
0: I think it definitely works yeah I know when I was um when I went to like liquid or festivals whatever and you'd have like vocalists like um, Charlotte Haining for example so she'd be on stage and singing yeah. singing the songs uh, it brings a whole other dimension to the track than just having the the vocals like pre-recorded um it's it's a nice change yeah yeah to what you're used yeah. to yeah no definitely Yeah so um album 14 tracks uh some sometime in december i think it's coming out uh september sorry um That'll so, be interesting. Uh, so yeah we'll see there's one track i think they mentioned with monroe which is going to be like the first one i check <laughs> cuz <'Cause laughs> are I'm you a just, fan? I'm addicted to anything he puts out honestly. He's uh I've been chasing him to get him on the, the main show forever and um, haven't been able yet. Uh so if you're listening, Eli, uh come on the show. But um <laughs> nah, he's a listening. But yeah, no, I'm addicted to anything he puts out. He's uh his last EP I think was the Warsaw warsaw ep which was pff, it's just I, I mean i could go on about monroe all day but it's just like the perfect balance between liquid that i love but really like growly basses and kind there of,
1: was a couple of heavy tracks on there wasn't yeah there? yeah at least but one. they're not heavy
0: like in the sense of like big foghorns and huge drums like the drums are always very stripped back but the track is mm. heavy at the same time and it's like that i don't know amazing balance he finds um so, yeah, huge fan of him. So, yeah, keen to see what he, what he's put together for that album. Um, cool. Well, t- uh, I don't talking know if there's about go, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> it's our first go-ahead, no, you go-ahead. <laughs> um, so, bad.
1: which one? You or me? <laughs> uh,
0: I don't know. Like n- News-wise, I don't know if there's anything else you want to mention or else you can jump um, into We're talking
1: releases. about um, using the Colette and Rhea album as a little bridge um hospital just announced their um uh, up um, um 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 a following to their previous um women in German base
0: Bass
1: mm, yeah. uh, kind of boost boost to the scene basically they previously had some form of um some form of for small um evening where they gave out I think it was some kind of lessons, et cetera. And it was aimed at women and bringing in more women into the scene. And now they are announcing a new, another one, a follow up to that, which, um, it kind of follows the same idea of having little panelists and panels, Mm -hmm. um, it, well it's all to do with um just the music industry this is yeah this one is mainly music industry i think the other one was mostly producing but this one is mainly music industry yeah. we got how to make how to get your music signed how to put put, put on your own events publishing copyrights how to build your brand music yeah. production workshops and um dj workshops A and R feedback sessions and um this yeah. is happening it, on Friday, the 17th in September, and you get free tickets if anyone is interested on the hospital hospital website. So head over yeah. there if you are. Um, it's
0: uh, it's crazy that it's free, like because they they mentioned like as you said like the industry panels, so A and R business.
1: I don't know if you could really put on an event like this and then charge people to come there because the whole point is to bring in more women into the scene. So mm. that would be a bit of but a actually that, that, that's a good
0: question. Like, is it? I don't think it's. Uh, oh no, sorry, I missed that. Yeah, well, so yeah, it's welcoming well, female-identifying drum and bass producers, vocalists, DJs, fans, and industry members to a range of interactive panels, uh, discussions. Okay, yeah, I had missed that. Yeah, because it's organized um, by the uh, w- Women in Drum and Bass um, uh, Initiative. But then I, I, I thought it was like open to everybody, so I was a bit confused. But yeah, so it's open to uh, female identifying drum and bass producers, vocalists, DJs, et cetera. Um, It'd yeah. be really
1: cool if they organized something like this for everybody, too. Yeah. Uh, this, I think, um, the, especially yeah. when it comes to talking about the music industry, because that stuff is. Um, I myself got an education and I have an education to do with this stuff. So comes pretty naturally to me, but mm. I know for others that it, it's not. It's not just a simple thing. Of course, you can check on YouTube and and um, watch videos, and you could probably learn all that stuff from there. But it's much easier when you have people, especially in your genre, talking about mm. how it is for them. Not just not just in a broad sense, generally, music industry usually does this and this. But you got this. You got to specifically people in drum and bass who know what they're talking and um it'd be really cool to see them see that happening um i'm always in for women uh, getting women into the scene more because just the it's so there's so many men in the scene and there's so little i don't know maybe 95 percent is probably men in the end and if you just look at in general, if you just look at the population, that is not how the population mm. goes. It's 50-50 yet. We have <laughs> 95 here. So that just the just a, the opportunity that we could have by bringing in another, I don't know, another yeah, 30% yeah. of just bringing in more women. And um, there'll be a, f- a whole ton of new producers, whole ton of new um, industry people, DJs, and how much good music that would bring and how much good events that would bring it would be amazing
0: yeah yeah no definitely i think especially like obviously i would love to <laughs> to go to, th- to that event and to your point i think it'd be great to have similar events for for everybody as well because i think it's something that's uh that's missing in in the industry at the moment but i think to have it just for uh for women um because if you have it like for everybody I don't know if women f- would feel that comfortable like showing up there and asking questions and things like that uh so I think it's definitely it's a good I know, a, I know good I've f- talked yeah. I talked
1: to some um about this and some of them do feel sometimes a bit intimidated yeah, by the fact I, that they are just women which is which is a really shame and um yeah, so it is uh, I do think that it it'll it'll bring more of them into the scene.
0: Yeah.
1: And and lower lower the I don't know.
0: Barriers to entry. Yeah, I think that's exactly uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, definitely. I agree. Um So yeah, no. Maybe there's gonna be like recordings for us afterwards. <laughs> Cause that would that, be nice. I, I do just a like great. those like uh AR and yeah, events, music business publishing copyright, I'd love to like just see panels and roundtables about those topics. Um So, uh, so yeah. So, yeah, especially you from it, hospital
1: uh, when we're talking about the biggest, biggest label and the, probably the most professional label in drum mm-hmm. and bass out there. So it's really good to have yeah. them on this. Hopefully yeah. others could chime in too. You never yeah. know.
0: Actually, we didn't mention the name. So the, the event is called sonic surgery. Um, not sure why they took that name sonic surgery but okay um and so yeah it's happening friday 17th of september 2021 and you can register on the hospital website awesome uh moving on to releases because release wise there's been a few heavy heavy output (laughs) uh where do you want to start if I start with the 1985 VA, I'm gonna stay on it for like half an hour. So maybe you wanna start with. I don't something know. Else.
1: Well, go for it if you, <laughs> if you feel so close to it. What, what? Just, just go yeah. for it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, so Atlas Atlas One is the name of the the VA uh, compilation by 1985. Uh, features artists such as uh, Echo Brown, uh, Visage. I think it's called or Visages, I think it's Visage because it's like French word, uh, Alex Perez, and uh, a lot of other heavyweights, and it is a fucking a huge. Um, I haven't heard uh, a compilation this well put together uh, in a long time. Uh, obviously, there was the Four Corners summer compilation, which I was a part of, and that was amazing <laughs> in its own right. Um, especially the Three parts uh uh and the way it was organized, but this one as a like one entity, I think it's ten or twelve tracks, I forget uh it's just so good um, and what I love is that when I think of one nine eight five Alex Perez, obviously I think of drum and bass first, but if you haven't heard it yet, the first four tracks, I think, maybe five even are not drum and bass; they're like lower tempo. Almost kind of like I was dubstep. putting, yeah, dubstep. I was putting it on for a friend, and he was like, "Oh, this is like kind of trap." Uh, when you hear like the the hats and stuff, it's kind of this like trap feeling. But then there's a lot of the deep basses and uh, kind of growls that you you kind of expect more in drum yeah, bass. If yeah,
1: if you call it trap, you get this. You get this. Uh, the first thing I think about when you hear trap is like this festival festival <laughs> trap kind of style or then hip hop but it's not really that it's more of a it's more of a deep vibey dubstep what yeah. I, I that's what I would call it.
0: Yeah, yeah no definitely. Yeah it's more in the hats like the, the fast hats sometimes it's yeah, a bit trappy but that's that's all it is. Um, <laughs> a bit trappy. And yeah and trap is not a bad word either. I'm sure there's a lot of good trap. I just don't listen to it. Um <laughs> but yeah so I mean this compilation honestly it's it's really good the first track i think is the one by deft which is uh which is one of my favorite of the after whole compilation mine too, um, definitely it's it's just like the i don't know the perfect i've talked about this before but like i love when there's an ep or an album that the first track is the kind of the introduction into the ep or album whatever and this track definitely feels like an intro to the va there's this long intro and then kind of a break and then it drops and yeah a huge fan of that compilation uh listened to it a few times front to back um and yeah i love it and there is a bit of like liquid uh chill tracks definitely uh, alex perez's track uh blank pages is uh, a lot more on the liquid side so there's a bit of uh, a bit of everything for everyone um and those who are fans of netsky will definitely re- recognized the the sample in in Alex Perez's track um, "Blank Pages," uh, which is pulled off the uh, "I Refuse," um, "I Refuse" track from this guy, um, which he took obviously from elsewhere, but it's it's the same vocal sample,
1: at least the same source.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Which actually I don't know what the source is, but uh, I checked
1: uh, it out once. I can't remember anymore.
0: Yeah, it's, it's probably um, a well-known, like a uh, old track or something, but um. Yeah, so definitely check out that VA. Um, Super heavy. Again, like different, another type of music I haven't really discovered. And that's what I was saying earlier on like when labels kind of push other styles of music. It's what I love because I'm never, or I usually don't proactively search out like dubstep or other types of music. Uh, But if when 985 puts out a VA, then I'm going to listen to it. And so then I get introduced to other s- genres of music almost. Um, Basically, I, you
1: trust you trust the re- labels that you know. You don't exactly, really, yeah. yeah,
0: exactly, yeah. You trust them, and then you listen and and you discover like yes, slower tempo stuff and different things you haven't heard before. Um,
1: well, Alex has yeah. been Paris has been going into this direction anyway. Mm. Uh, for uh, lately, he had his. Um, He had his um, live gig at Christchurch filmed and it was absolutely off the hook. It was um, the first half of the mix or the set half an hour of it was um, this same style, 140 material Mm. and absolutely face melting stuff right there. Mm. And then he switches onto the drum and bass, and I like that he's bringing this to the label and not just live gigs. That he's yeah, actually yeah, yeah. pushing that music forward to yeah. um, to a larger audience.
0: Yeah,
1: because that exactly like you said, you kind of when you listen to a music, you mis- listen to a certain genre, you get used to it. You kind of learn. You learn all the artists, all the labels that are that are um, in that genre. Nah. and you don't really you don't really change much you don't really start looking elsewhere mm. but then cuz you know these people you know this artist you know these labels then when they put out something else it automatically it automatically kind of clicks with you because it's still when you're talking about Alex Perez and the style that he puts out it's all it's still that style it's just a different yeah. It's just a different BPM, basically. Yeah, yeah. and you wouldn't look for that, but yet here you are listening to it. So I'll I'll I love it when they do that.
0: Yeah, I think it really it's it's also super inspiring as as a producer. Like when you listen to it, I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna do a 140 track now. Like (laughs) it kind of inspires you to like try new stuff as well that you probably wouldn't otherwise. Yep. uh, Yep. Which which is great so who would you w-
1: want <laughs> who who would you want a 140 track from
0: um you know what so on the um, uh on that v8 there's that track from echo brown i think it was his first track on one nine eight five so yeah big ups him uh for landing a track there he's definitely going places i don't remember if on his ep on the north quarter he did a 140 track he probably might i forget there was like a more hip-hop track, I remember. So I'd love to see him go down a because his track there was more like his quote unquote usual style, more liquid, uh vibey stuff. Um I'd love to see him do like a proper heavy 140 thing. Um him or uh coming back to Monroe, I'd love to see Monroe do like a super slow tempo, heavy, heavy thing. Uh he might have done it before. Obviously, I don't know his entire catalog by heart, but uh, yeah, those two—they could do some some damage in the 140 area. <laughs> 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 yeah.
1: Hmm, 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 hmm. What next? <laughs> other other people that do damage. We have um, my daily meal, De- Teddy Killer's remix, which um, <laughs> which really caught me off guard. Um, it's a remix of a. It's a remix of a. Bass
0: house tune. Mm, okay, um, I didn't know the original.
1: Yeah, it's a bass house track, um, which as a genre tends to lend itself pretty well in with drum and bass. It has a lot of similar elements, especially as of late, or I don't really know. Someone, Someone's going to come correct me. Hopefully they do. <laughs> um, someone correct me if my bass house theory is wrong here, but um, it has a lot of jump up jump uppy elements in it with um kind of screeching basses and uh nice little maybe the rhythm I think the rhythm is kind of similar in a mm. sense and um so yeah it's a remix of a bass house tune and absolutely my my face my face was not in a good state when I was listening to this. Um, the whole thing, the intro, the main synth and the bass notes, just um, that come in halfway after the first drop. Mm. And then you got you got punchy, you got that really punchy drums with the ghost hits. Just fucking amazing. <laughs> I was just b- banging away with that for a good half an hour.
0: Actually, actually this is a probably a good time just to... Because um, we've had a few people reaching out saying um, that we... Why why don't we play the tracks? Like when we talk about a track and then play it, um we can't. Uh like that's the short answer, or we could and we might get away with it, but technically we need the written like agreement or whatever from every label we, we put a, a track in our podcast and we always run the risk of down the line uh down the line a label saying, Oh, you played this track and whatever So it's just easier not to not to play any tracks, but you can always pause and listen to the track, come back, so you see what what we mean. Um, we, could,
1: we could leave a little pause for everybody, <laughs> have a little 10-second ten, d- ten d- d- break <laughs> for everybody to listen to the track.
0: That, that'd be weird for people who have already heard it. They're like, just <laughs> waiting, okay? <laughs> what next? But, uh, yeah, no, that was definitely heavy release. Um, it's, not, talk- it's not
1: typical Teddy Killers, really. They usually they put more... N- I think more narrow, funky stuff out, but this mm-hmm. one was um a bit different.
0: Yeah, definitely more yeah more party party stuff. Um, st- staying on the the heavy stuff. Do you want to talk about the uh the track wh- where I just wrote "What the Fuck" next to it in our list?
1: Ah <laughs> uh, yes, um, <laughs> we are talking about Black Ops and Dunk. Yeah. Uh, put out an EP well it's Black Ops EP but Dunk is featuring on one of the tracks uh, um, I'm gonna butcher some names again uh, Genosha and Kakadu Kakaboom yes <laughs> and I'll start with the Genosha it's really old schooly. Mm-hmm. I liked it because it has had this had this bit of a maybe a little Marcus Intellects vibe to it although it could be just because of the synths they're a bit similar so, mm. it could be just that, but I got this really old school vibe to it, and it was a nice little deepish roller, so that was nice. Yeah. Um, then, so over th- to the next track, which is Kaka Boom,
0: which is the one where I put what the fuck in our list. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and um, this um, features some of the best drop shouts and um, <laughs> end bar sound effects that I've ever heard. Um, how, do you, how would liter- you
0: describe it for people who haven't heard it?
1: yeah. yeah. It, <laughs> <laughs> that's about that's pretty much it what they That's what the three show. Yes. And um it sounds something like what me and my producer uh partner would do if we're really bored and we started recording ourselves. Yeah. Just that's probably, probably how it happened. Brand, yeah, yeah. I'd I, I I'd <laughs> think so. I can't think of a situation where you'd otherwise put that into a track.
0: You'd be looking for that sample and oh yeah, now I found it. No, <laughs> yeah, that's, this that's is
1: this is it. <laughs> Yeah, fucking perfect. Um, I wanted to talk about this too because this um the um the featuring artist Dunk is um I think he's a real um I would say upcomer, but he's one half of um, a pretty established duo, Jam Thieves. So I can't really mm. say upcomer, but anyway, he's starting. He hasn't put out I don't think he's put out solo tracks for that long, a year or two. Mm. But they've been pretty good. They are kind of that. Deep, kind of, kind of a deep, critical, critical music style mm. bangers, and um, wh- wh- I think
0: I just forgot which one is the one um, the the collab is that the the, that's Genosha the that's one
1: or no that's exactly the one with the nice oh, the, the, the,
0: the weird one. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. So they were and, t- uh, two of them agreed that it was a good idea, plus the label. <laughs> I'm really surprised.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, plus the label even.
0: <laughs> yeah. Now nah, I'm shitting on it. It's, it's a good track. It, it kind of threw me off guard, which I guess is what you want, and now we're talking about it, so I guess that's also an aspect. Uh, yeah, for me, it was slightly too, a bit too out there for me to, like, properly enjoy. Like, I heard the drop, and then I started laughing i'm not i don't know if that's like the reaction you want to get from a from your drop maybe it was i I don't know
1: (laughs) i'd be interested to hear what that gets what kind of reaction that gets at a live gig
0: yeah yeah i can imagine imagine, like room full
1: of two two hundred people there and then (laughs) (laughs) just comes out of speakers perfect
0: yeah um so yeah so that was genosha Kekaboom, black ops and duncan dispatch uh on dispatch. Um I'm What just else gonna, do you have on your list? Yeah, I'm just gonna mention a few quickly. Um It's funny when we like we do our list each on our side and you can definitely see a pattern of like mine being very liquid <laughs> and yours being like weird, heavy Stuff.
1: Yeah, I was I was listening to I put I put all of these into a playlist. And first I listened to your your picks, all the liquid, all the little chill vibes. And then <laughs> all of a sudden, out of fucking nowhere, this Teddy Killer's <laughs> remix comes out, and yeah. it kind kind of changed the vibe a bit here.
0: Yeah, it's good. We like complement each other. So exactly, that's good. exactly, I have the liquid, uh, atmospheric side covered. But uh, so yeah, no, yeah, um, uh, three I want to shout out. So um, Basics Recordings uh put out a double tracker by Liquid Memoirs. Uh it's not a name I've seen before, but he has a few tracks out already. Um it's called Distance and Fractal. Uh definitely check out Distance, uh really dug that track. Um obviously not like reinventing the, the wheel or anything, but it's it's done really well. Um very orchestral. Um so I really enjoyed that one. Um Another newcomer who's been putting out music on focus in Celsius uh Luciano. I think he's Argentinian. Argentinian, I think. I might be getting Argentine. Argentine. Okay, yes. yeah. One of uh, yeah, that or Brazilian, I forget. I think he's Argentine anyway. Um he just put out the uh, In the Woods EP um and he has a collab with uh, Alpha Rhythm under called uh Those Who Fight Further, which is uh really nicely done. I uh, really enjoyed that track. And finally, uh, Ben Rolo just put out a six-track EP, I think, on Soul Deep. Um, so that's been his biggest uh, project to date. It's called Fall Into Place EP. Uh, and it features his like signature sound at this stage. A lot of sax uh, in there. Um, really enjoyed that one. Fall Into Place and Compromise, probably my favorite. Uh, Did after, you say sax after- or sex? Sax, uh, sex as in saxophone.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What what did you... I wasn't quite sure. I wasn't quite sure. I didn't know if I should ask or not, but...
0: You thought I said a lot of sex in there. (laughs) That's another idea for a a drop. Oh, yes. Somebody probably already did it. Now, a lot of saxophone, he's, he's been, um... He was explaining on his Patreon how he does, like, his saxophone, uh, sounds, because it's not sampled. It's, uh, like a plug-in, um... So anyway, a lot of saxophone uh, in that EP. Uh, so re- yeah, really well put together. Um, I was probably just hoping for maybe one track that could have been a bit uh, uh, a bit different, a bit harder or deeper, because all six are quite uh, melodic and, and liquid. Uh, there's one track with Ransom, uh, which is a bit, I'd say a tiny bit heavier, but it's still the same genre, so... Probably maybe out of six tracks, I would have liked one that was more kind of left field, one forty half half time something. But uh, besides that, a uh, really strong release. So uh, yeah, that's my uh, my liquid side release. Yeah, covered.
1: I loved. Um, <laughs> I I like the Ben Rolo one. It was really really good rolling liquid. Mm-hmm. Um, something you don't really you don't really get that much these days. Do you ever? Because you're you're on the liquid side. Do you ever get kind of bored? With with a six EP track that's I, I can't say basically the same, but well, basically, basically the, the same
0: formula, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if it's, I I I don't get bored no, because they're like the more the more you listen to like just liquid, the more you notice the differences, like small differences between the tracks. So if there there's like yeah. small drum fills that are different or he uses like a lot of saxophone for example so that kind of sets him apart or different things you you kind of pick them out but i was reflecting on like if a six track ep of that's kind of what i was saying like if a six track ep of liquid is maybe a bit too much like in terms of uh variety um and also just putting a six track ep i don't know if it's like the not the best choice but like if people will listen to all six tracks or you have the risk of some, sorry, some tracks kind of going under the radar, whereas if you release a two tracker or three or four, there's less that risk. You see what I mean? So yeah. that was, but that's like another debate of like, should you still be releasing albums and, and all of that, or should it just be singles uh, because of people's attention span and all of that? Um, but uh, or just,
1: one yeah, minute no, jump up tracks.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> two minute track. Here we come. Uh, but yeah, no, I definitely, I, I wouldn't say I get bored. And I think it's actually the opposite. When you listen to a lot of Liquid, obviously a lot of it sometimes sounds the same, especially with like newer producers, uh, it can sound similar. But then when there's a track that really is different, it just stands out that much more. Um, and that's what I love. Like you listen to a lot and then every now and yeah. then, every few weeks, there's like last time we talk about Artsy's track, um, longing which completely jumped out to me and so every now and then you will have those tracks that really stand out um, plus it's s- much more pleasing
1: to listen to for example if you listen to well six track EP of just the kind of samey neurofunk yeah it, I, c- I it's, can do that it's, for much easier to, it's much easier to zone out on something else when yeah. you're listening to Liquid and you're just getting on that getting that head nod going yeah. on and just vibing there yeah. for I don't know how long six tricks six tracks last for like I don't know, half an hour, maybe. Yeah, Not even yeah. that. But anyway. So it's um it's much more easier to listen to, pl-
0: to. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh yeah. so um yeah, no, really dug that EP obviously just putting six tracks together is a is an achievement. Uh I'm nowhere near that. So um strong release from Ben. Um and I think he told me there's a pretty big release coming up later. In the summer, it's not confirmed yet, but uh, definitely keep an eye on him if you, if you haven't yet. He has his own Patreon as well if you, you want to have a look there. He has a lot of tutorials on uh, different, different things, he, different sounds he makes, etc. So uh, definitely go and check him out.
1: How's your, um, how's your halftime breakbeat and hip-hop?
0: Uh, is, that, is that a thing? It's a, it's a bit dusty at the moment, so please refresh, refresh my memory.
1: Well, um, we just got on Vision Recordings. We have a album out mm. from DJ Ride, which is called Enro. What a mixtape. Yes, Enro. <laughs> well, uh, well, a mixtape kind of. It's. Uh, I liked how he, like you said, it's. Uh, it's on Spotify. It's as a mixtape, which is always nice to hear because I just I love it when you listen to an album and it flows together. Yeah. It gives you much more of a nice, better listening experience in general. And um, it just shows that the artists are actually considering the platforms that I put it, that they are putting their music out on, and it's um, they are thinking thinking about the actual listener here and how they will perceive it and what their experience is going to be when they listen to it, which is nice. But anyway, we got um, on Vision Recordings. This is a uh, kind of a well, not kind of. It is a mixed BPM half-time breakbeat hip hop drum and bass mm. album and DJ Ride himself is uh, I just checked him out a couple of hours ago I didn't I didn't know of him before messaged some of a few people and they did so I'm just I'm I have been left in the dark here <laughs> and um he's a multi-world champion scratch DJ and you can you well you can hear it you can hear it from the album mm. it's uh like I said, it's all those genres and it's you can hear the influences in every track on where, yeah. where it came from and what the idea behind it is. Um a lot of kind of heavy stuff, but still pretty vibey, and some mm. melodic stuff too, got some drum and bass and very very much enjoyed this.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I really enjoyed it as well. Um I didn't have him on my radar, which is, I don't know what age he is, but maybe that's just age showing that we're <laughs> younger and we haven't heard of him. But um, uh, yeah, especially like the DJ world, I'm like not into that world. I'm not aware of that world at all, so I wouldn't know if he's an uh, award winner or whatever. But I uh, really enjoyed this, this LP, as you said, like the way it flows one track to the other. You don't notice the difference. You don't notice tracks changing, basically, which is quite unique. I uh, haven't heard that in a long time, so really enjoyed that. Um, and especially, like, coming back to Liquid, the fact that I listen to a lot of Liquid, it can be often very polished and very clean and very, like, precise. And this one definitely feels rough around the edges and unpolished in a good sense. Um, so, yeah, no, really enjoyed this one as well. Um What else?
1: We got okay um uh, next one that I really enjoyed synergy and flow mm-hmm. anastasia anastasia yeah. satellites uh this came out with um with a track that this came with a track that came out a couple of weeks ago called made of glass and now they synergy really is this one and um i loved it um the vocalist for First of all, it's, uh, she's um, formerly known as Anastasia, now Flow Anastasia, all written together and probably changed her name due to search, en- search engine reasons, Yeah, I absolutely. would imagine. <laughs> uh, and um, well, in a sense, it kind of fits, the name fits very well because her, her lyrical flow is very different to what you'd hear on a traditional vocalist. Mm. I think uh you can hear it very, very well from some of her previous tracks that she put that she put out um my favorite's probably um she put out a track with Melinki and mm-hmm. ALB called Breathe Easy which was easily one of my favorites from her that's it's very distinct on she's her her style is just very distinct on yeah. how she put how she just says words and uh her intonation well, yeah yeah intonation and then just general kind of breaking up the song a bit mm. she doesn't she doesn't always go with the basic 4 4 to 4 kind of beat
0: mm.
1: and she kind of um stretches out her vocals into the next bar mm. and it kind of creates her creates her own Creates her own vibe and um, rhythm in the tracks, mm-hmm. and for example, in the Brave Easy track, you got Melinki and Alb both very, very, very good producers who know what they're doing. But she was the one who was carrying the track with the mm-hmm. vocals, I think, very well. Yeah. And um, also put out a track called "Home Within" most, yeah. and um, that one was also a very good one, which I liked. Well, so this one, yes. You, you uh, didn't
0: dude You didn't mention window light. She put out window light with Telamic. Yes, on his EP. Yes, I forgot. Like that forgot is that like the uh, the track. <laughs> when did that?
1: When did that come out?
0: That was uh, that was last year, I think. Okay, yeah. That was last year. Yeah, window light. That was his first Telomic, uh His biggest project. Uh, it was like six tracks, and the title track was. I hope I'm not getting this wrong. I'm pretty sure it was with her. Yeah, window light. Uh, and that track is amazing. Like, obviously, the instrumental is amazing. But yeah, the way she sings, and I was going to mention Home as well with uh, on Inmost's uh, album. Uh, I think that was like the, just in terms of streams, I, I think it's the one that did best on that album. Um, yeah, I just love, uh, she's one of my favorite like vocalists at the moment in drum and bass. And I think especially on this track, because the track is obviously very different from Inmost or Telomic. It's a lot heavier. Um, but she kind of brings that more smooth aspects and that brings like a great balance to the track. The instrumental being like quite heavy and her singing being more atmospheric, uh, just a great combination. I really, I really enjoyed this track. Yeah.
1: It was very, it had that heavy common crooked vibe to mm. it.
0: Yeah, 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 I see what you uh, mean. Yeah. Yeah, kind of the pulsating synths
1: uh and just overall all the synths and everything was kind of screaming come on crooked in there. <laughs> but but in a in a in a good w- in a very good way, because that that is a style that is very difficult to master and this track did it pretty well.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Big um, up synergy. Yeah, synergy flu anesthesia on pilot. Um and the track is called Satellites, yes. Um, okay, I think. Anything for, else? No, for releases, that's it. I think there is a few um, upcoming releases that we can we can mention. Um, there is one that just stood out to, to me, and that's uh, the next overview release. Uh, Field, uh producer from, I believe originally from Hong Kong, and she's now living in uh, the UK. Oh, um, she moved. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she's in the UK at the moment. I, I read somewhere she's like Bristol-based in okay. Bristol, but she's from Hong Kong originally. Makes uh, sense. Makes sense. That's where yeah. I would move too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely <laughs> Bristol. Um, and she has a, an EP coming on overview called the After's EP. I don't have the date right here, but it should be soon, soon-ish. I think
1: it's next week. Next? Uh, no, no. I'm sorry, not next week. On um, this week, Friday. 16. Okay, fr-
0: okay, yeah. So it'll be it'll be out right after this episode comes out. So that's perfect timing. At the moment, there's just one track out for the system uh, on German Bass Arena. You can check it on YouTube. Um, oh,
1: popcorn was somewhere. I'm pretty sure that? I heard. What's that? I heard popcorn. Isn't that one of the tracks?
0: Oh, possibly, yeah. Yes, yeah.
1: I'm pretty sure that's out. That's. Um, I think that that was my favorite. I listened to that on on Beatport already, and. Um, mm. And the popcorn was definitely my favourite one. It had a nice little okay, really groovy groovy bass line that kind of drives the track forward. Yeah. And then around that bass line you got the kind of very chaotic soundscape and punchy drums that is very very gyrofieldish.
0: Yeah. And she she's and been th- putting out some like weird music. I don't know if you heard yes, her. Yes, like yes, last EP's, like it's there's been some weird stuff, uh, which I love. Like it's like, kind of remind me of when you, you um, you sent me that EP from a volume, yeah, uh, last episode. And I was like, "What is the fuck is this, <laughs> but in a good sense. And I had that, like the first time I listened to her, uh, I remember the track I, I, I listened the first time from her was very like, very glitchy and like offbeat stuff, like very weird, um, but in a good sense, um, yeah, definitely looking forward to to that EP. Um, yeah, you have a few down here, so I'll let you take it from here for other upcoming releases.
1: Yeah, nothing, nothing, um, not much here. We got, um, like this, like we said, the Gyrofield EP, then we have a LP for the MC heads out there. Chimpo is releasing an MC uh LP called Outside. On his own label, Box and Lock. And I listened to a few of them, or I listened to all of them partially. And it was very, it was very 80s. If you heard his latest um, music video he put out on uh, the UK or for Drum and Bass Arena, I can't remember which one. But that was, um, it was very, it was very 80s, mixed Mm -hmm. with, um, mixed with, um, modern drum and bass production. So it was very interesting and a nice new fresh style, I'd say. Mm. Um, then we got Command Strange on V Recordings called, with a mystery EP. It's not a mystery, it's called mystery. It's called mystery. <laughs> oh, it's, called mystery. <laughs> it's it's called mystery, yes. It's a mystery and, EP,
0: nobody knows what's inside.
1: <laughs> and That was um, very heavy-ish with very soulful, a couple, I think, I think uh, two soulful tracks and the rest very heavy, common, strange type of thing. Especially, uh, It's it's exa- exactly what you would expect from uh, V-Recordings. Uh, and then lastly, T.I. On, on Critical. Always excited to hear what he puts mm. out. He has a very distinct style, especially with his basses and how he... Gets the rhythm, rhythm working on them. Integrated EP. He has a lot of um, a lot of featuring producers on there. Some big names I cannot remember right now. We got um, Particle, Distorted Minds, D Minds, and then Dunk, the person, okay. the the well, not a newcomer. I mentioned before. Yeah, and then Jake's as a vocalist. I would presume. Mm. So yeah, that's uh, that's th- those are my picks that you should look out for in the next coming week.
0: Mm-hmm. Probably, the I'm, sh- I'm
1: sure there's a lot more this week. This yeah. week, generally, in terms of releases, there wasn't that much of them. I go through all of them every week yeah. and list them out. And this week there was only eighty.
0: Only Just, eighty.
1: Ju- <laughs> yes, only eighty. <laughs> Which yeah. um, normally. To be honest, normally, there is about these days it's getting bigger and bigger the list um a couple of years ago or a year ago we would be talking hundred a hundred would be a lot, but these days it can go up to one hundred and thirty easy
0: that's crazy and, it'd be um, it'd be super interesting to see like stats like over um because that's the list you for people who haven't heard the list you keep on uh on reddit um can probably remind people of the link but you've been doing that for like 2 years. It'd be interesting to see the stats like every week number of releases in drum and bass, and see how it's changed cuz I feel I, there's a lot more coming nowadays, yeah.
1: I did a I did a year after the year ended, I did a list of um I compiled all the I did a little like a little stats special episode and um we could go through those some episode. It was um how many uh, things like how many um tracks did a certain producer put out and mm. who who put out the most tracks in that specific year it was pretty i wouldn't say it's very interesting because it was pretty much what i expected to expect mm. expected it to be but then again i'm i'm i go through all the, all of them so it might be might be a fun thing for anyone who's not that well well versed, versed in on basically everything that comes out these days
0: yeah Actually, I'm looking forward to that. Like towards year end, uh, we'll probably do an episode like best EP of the year, best album of the year. All of that, that's a good idea. Actually, we um, put out
1: um we put out a best album on the Reddit. I organized this um hmm. a best album vote, and um, it was uh, the idea was that people could pick from five five they could pick five albums and rank them and. Determine, and by that rank, no, you, you get would, the, um, yeah, you get the top. Mm. Enough for the first pick, would get most points, and so on. And the winner was
0: Metric with his... Um, mm. Ex-Machina. Yes, yes yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Winner was Metric. That, then that'd was, be cool, um, actually, to do that, and then we chat about it, and we see if we agree with what the people voted for or not. That'd be interesting. And then compare with, like, what fight. would be our top five or whatever.
1: There was a fun, a few fun things. For example... Um, Anyone who voted Alex Perez as their number one didn't have, didn't vote for any kind of dance floor mm. album at all, <laughs> which kind of doesn't surprise me. But in the end, we got I I think we got only f- I think we got over 300 votes, no more than that. Okay, that's a, that's
0: a pretty good sample already. Like just yeah, and
1: idea, but. but from all of those, everyone who had Alex Perez as their number one. None of them had any dance floor so, albums. So they
0: could vote for several? Yes, they could okay, pick yeah.
1: five. And then dep- oh, okay, depending yeah, on what okay. they ranked, they, the albums gotcha. would get points. Number one would get five points and gotcha, yeah, yeah, so on. Yeah, yeah. So that, that was pretty yeah. interesting. It was interesting yeah, yeah. to go through that. And
0: I'll, I'll start thinking already what what, what would be my favorite. I think we maybe this year we can do it like LP, but then also EP, like just 4 trackers or something. What was the like most solid EP of the year? I have well, a few contenders in mind already. but uh,
1: Just for the LPs, I think there was uh, over 100 of them. I'm yeah. pretty sure. And yeah, if but the EPs you if, probably... If, if, we, if we start doing EPs, uh, the list is going to be like over 300 at that point. So I don't know who's going to go through all of them and like, pick their favorites out there. Yeah.
0: Now, then probably EP would just be like, just like the two of us. Like we just like list what are our favorite EPs of the year. That where, could work. That uh, could work yeah otherwise you're gonna get like a thousand different e p s with two votes each or something <laughs> um all right awesome um I think that pretty much wraps it up for wraps it up for episode two of the rundown. I don't know if there's anything else you wanted to mention, maybe just the reddit uh where can people find uh that reddit summary that you do
1: um sure um every Monday, I put out a list. Uh, with a couple of other guys you can find it every monday about, at around 12 p.m gmt
0: that's precise
1: it is it is very precise and i ch- i try to stick to the schedule sometimes it sometimes it fluctuates by an hour maybe so i'm sorry to everybody who <laughs> who's very disappointed <laughs> and by this you have to <laughs> apologize
0: people are waiting on reddit
1: and um, yeah so we put out we put out a list that includes a couple of reviews and um, reviews, recommendations, links to all the tracks mentioned, and we try and find everything from Bandcamp, Beatport, free downloads, and whatnot. Awesome. So that's, that's, it's a lot of releases every week, like I said, <laughs> at least. Usually about yeah. 120. So
0: Yeah, no, it's a monster work you do there, so congrats on that one. And yeah, people who haven't heard it, definitely go and check it out if you don't know what you want to listen to uh, this week but uh yeah this was episode two of the rundown hope you guys enjoyed it as always uh feel free to get in touch if you have any questions or suggestions things we should uh talk about any complaints eps we haven't covered i'm sure we haven't covered <laughs> a <laughs> lot a uh, obviously um but still yeah feel free to get in touch any ideas you have on on how to make this better um but in the meantime, uh, that's it for us. So we will see you again in two weeks' time. All right.
1: Goodbye. I was ex- <laughs> I was expecting the call to end. I don't know why, but I was just waiting waiting for the call to end.